You're listening to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. How can a intergenerational approach serve those we love, both young and old, better than perhaps how we have more conventionally gone about care for young children and older adults? Can an intergenerational approach serve them better? provide better outcomes? We're going to take a look at that today from one care center that does just that. Thanks to our underwriter, Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting Faith and Family. Find them in the sponsor section on kfuo.org, the C-U-W logo there in the sponsor section. And uh, when you get a chance, say thank you to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO. Joining me by phone this morning, Karen Hilly. She's the administrator of Lutheran Care Center in Altamont, Illinois. Karen, welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you, and good morning. Glad to have you with us and some of your team as well joining us momentarily uh, to learn more about uh, the great work that Lutheran Care Center in Altamont is doing. Karen, tell me a little bit about your work at Lutheran Care Center and how long you've been a part of the team there. Oh, actually, um, I've actually been a member of the team here for more than 40 years, so I'm a a long-staying employee. I have been the administrator here for nearly 20 years. I've seen a lot of changes. For our listeners not familiar with Illinois geography, where is Altamont, Illinois? Um, Actually, um, we're located along uh, US 70, or or the Interstate 70. Uh, We do have an exit off to our town, and our facility is located on the west end of Altamont. And that is about 10 miles from Effingham, Illinois. So right in uh, in the, the central part of Illinois. Yes, exactly. Yes. And the, the care center has been there for some time now. Uh, just a, a brief history of the Lutheran Care Center in Altamont. Sure. Um, actually, we have been open um, near nearly 47 years, more than 47 years, I sh- should say. And we started as a long-term care facility, and we have grown into a campus of senior living apartments, uh, retirement housing, and then, of course, our daycare center. Um, It was established in 1969. Uh, The organization uh, is sponsored by 21 area Lutheran churches, Um, so we're very proud of that. We have many volunteers, um, social clubs, and um, other individuals that are associated with us. Um, So uh, we're a really unique facility, uh, I think. Um, it, the facility was first, I don't have my history in front of me, so I'm just going to go by my memory, but we were first started by uh, a, a physician, Dr. D.G. Hofgetter, and it was his dream to have a facility that he could be proud of uh, to house that could uh, help care for his parents when they uh, reached retirement age. And so I think that we've done good for him. and. Um, so we're just still functioning. In 1979, I believe the Lutherans did uh, purchase the campus from him, and that's where we are today. Very good, very good. We have more joining us this morning to help us learn more about uh, Lutheran Care Center. Joining us now, Marsha Nolan, Activity Director for Lutheran Care Center. Marsha, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having us on, Angie. Uh, tell me about... Uh, your work as activity director, what is your goal as activity director for those who are a part of the Lutheran Care Center community? 
my goal is for everybody to um, have a contented life and all the things that they had, you know, before they came to a nursing home. Um, that this is their home, and they invite their families in for different things, and the kids come over, and it's just more of a continuum of what kind of life they had prior to coming here. Now, uh, Karen mentioned that uh, a, a, a daycare, a child care as well, and so we have joining us by phone, Lena Myers, the LCC Child Enrichment Center Director, the, the child care facility at the Lutheran Care Center. Lena, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Glad to have you as our guest today. Lena, tell me a little bit about what uh, about your role in the uh, the child care provided at Lutheran uh, Lutheran Care Center. Well, I'm the director here, and we are licensed um, daycare centers, so we follow the rules and regulations from DCFS. Um, so I make sure that we're current on all of our um, trainings and, and whatnots, things like that, to keep um, the administration side of it going. Um, we have five classrooms and a wonderful staff that help run this. Um, we are we're very happy that we are unique and we are a Christian daycare center, um, and we we're thrilled to be able to be a part of the integrational program to to mingle with the residents at the nursing home and and. Um, what what prompted the decision to offer child care and uh, and learning program on site for children? Should we start with Karen on that? Yeah, let's start with Karen because that was before I started. Mm-hmm. Well, originally the idea of establishing a child care uh, center at uh, our facility had little to do with intergenerational programming. Rather, it was the shor- uh, the shortage of nursing staff that prompted us to actually even explore the notion of having a child care center on the campus. Um, we have a board of directors, and they did their research and found that on-site daycare was, a, was an option that many uh, employees really wanted, and mostly because of the convenience, I believe. So we decided that having this center in the same building would allow our working parents the freedom to visit their children and they would have a peace of mind you know knowing that they were close at hand um we also knew there would be benefits to our residents and we were still still thinking of staffing at the time though because there would be reduced absenteeism uh and turnover we felt and maybe increased morale the more we studied the whole concept though of having child daycare on our campus we realized of all the benefits that there that was that was going to bring um so we started, first of all, um, doing some surveys, and, and we were, everyone in our community were very excited about that concept. Um, so that's actually how we started, and then the more we researched, like I say, the more we found that transforming our facility from an elderly facility into an intergenerational campus, it was just a natural extension of our mission. And uh, our board and our churches, church congregations got very excited with us about it. So it really started as a service to those who who work, those who serve at Lutheran Care Center in, in, in as a means of caring for your staff, but really grew into a, a way of, of caring for the whole community there at Lutheran Care Center. Exactly, exactly. As I thought when I was preparing for this program, that's really what I remember as us having conversations around the board table as to why this would be a good, good fit for us, but it's become so much more than what we ever expected. Karen, do you remember there being challenges or hurdles to beginning the program? I know that opening a child care 
facility can be a daunting task because of the many regulations and and and, and quite often in many settings it's it's not something that's inexpensive either it can take uh, quite a bit of resources were there hurdles or, or challenges that you faced uh, of course naturally first of all we needed space we didn't have an existing part of our building that would house a daycare center so we decided we needed to uh, build a new building and we started that construction of the center um, December 8, 2005, and we had the dedication of the building then the next year, July 30th of 2006. So it was a little bit of a process there. Uh, like I said prior, um, that we did community and employee surveys, and once we found that there was interest and support, we had to develop our business plan, and then we could see some of the hurdles. Um, that we were going to have to work through. We weren't native to regulations, but the daycare comes with unique set of regulations. Um, so we knew that we did, had to get through that. And I want to back up a minute. Uh, of course, money is necessary for any construction. And I want to mention how fortunate we were to receive a large monetary donation, which made the construction possible. And that building as it is today, was dedicated uh, in 2006 to Gustav Mall, who was able to uh, make that large donation for us. So we're uh, very indebted to, uh, to him and his family. Um, and the other things that we did, we took field trips and seen other facilities and how they designed their buildings. And that was kind of a hurdle, just making decisions on how we wanted that building set up. So we did have the fortunate to be able to talked to a lot of different people that have, um, they had experience. And so we decided on a five classroom uh, approach, which was a good thing. You have to get your building permits. And then we hired our director. And then we had to start the daunting task of being regulated. As Lena said, we're licensed in the daycare by the Illinois Department of Children and Family Services and the Illinois State Fire Marshal as well. So we just jumped one hurdle at a time and almost immediately, we had full enrollment, and so we know we knew immediately that the program was needed for this area. So. Immediate enrollment, and that seems to be the case today as well. When childcare centers are opening up, that, uh, that there's this boom and a great need for childcare um, in in many communities. Exactly. Lena might talk about our uh, waiting list. We do have one, so I know um, that is something that. You know, we try to accommodate as many people as our uh, children as possible. We are only licensed for 50. Lena, so. tell me about an enrollment at the Child Enrichment Center there at the LCC. Well, like Karen said, we're licensed for 50, so we cannot have any more than 50 children in attendance at one time. Um, we do have um, probably close to 70 people that's on our roster with drop-ins and part-timers as well. So... Um, and we have on our waiting list probably I would I a good guess would be at least eighty people on our waiting list. Wow. Mm-hmm. How do you go about? Well, let's let's go to Marsha now. Marsha, how do you go about integrating children and the residents? Where does that fit into your work as activity director? Uh, how does that make a difference in your work having a childcare facility on site? Well, it just opens up a whole new avenue of care for our residents. Um, we have a lot of different programs that the kids uh, are involved in, and I was real excited because I was on board when the daycare came here. 
we have a fitness club every morning, and a different class comes over every morning, and they exercise with the residents, and sometimes they sing a song for them, and uh, they always get a treat when they go back to the uh, daycare. They bring over a book once a week, and we have a story time, and the kids and the residents gather, and the book is read that the children have selected. We have Children's Chapel uh, going on right now in our facility every Wednesday. Um, the teacher uh, has a chapel for the children in our church, and the residents love to go over there, and they get to listen to the the little program for the kids. And then the kids sing, and a lot of times they sing Bible school songs that the residents were familiar with, you know, even from their youth. Um, all of our special events uh, involve the kids. We have a big Easter egg hunt coming up in Easter, and the kids help fill the Easter eggs. The older ones do. The kids come on walkthroughs um, almost daily. Uh, one or two different classes come through. Maybe they'll make uh, have a hat day, and they'll make a hat, you know, in their class. Each one of them will come over, and they'll show off their hat. Um, family day, we have that in September, and we've incorporated that in. We've been having that for years, but now we have bounce houses for the kids and um, sometimes horses, sometimes a little zoo. And the, the daycare families uh, incorporate all together, the families and the children, um, come over for that. So anytime you put kids, music, and food together, you have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Marcia, have you found that when, when you know, prospective families for older adults are considering your community for care for their older adult, that the, the aspect of children on campus makes a difference for them in that decision? I think it makes a big difference because our society has become so mobile that a lot of the residents that come here, their, ch- their grandchildren may live five, six, seven states away, sometimes in a different country, you know. some, And um, the kids aren't around um, their grandparents either. And so that, uh, that being together with, for children, especially with older adults that have disabilities and frailties, I think it really helps in their emotional development. Is that, you know, one of the, the greater concerns for older adults is, is isolation. Would you say that this helps reduce those, uh, that likeliness of isolation among older adults? Oh, of course. Of course it does. And a lot of our, uh, through the years, we've had several grandparents here, great-grandparents actually, that have their grandchildren over in the daycare center. That's a great idea. So the kids can come over mm-hmm. and we'll take the residents over to see the grandkids. And so... Um, there's just no downside to it at all. It's all just wonderful. I would like to co- Go ahead. Uh, mm-hmm. make a comment that our daycare is actually attached to our facility. So our children, are have they walk through our building every day. So it's a continuous building. So they're not having to go outside or anything to get to the skilled care or to any other aspect of the campus. So really, wonderful. with it being connected like that, there really is a presence of uh, multiple generations at one time, and, the, and they, they see each other and have opportunities to interact quite a bit, it sounds like. Yes, yes. I really think our program is viewed as definitely an asset to our campus. Lena, how would you describe the, the benefits for children who attend the Enrichment Center there at uh, Lutheran Care Center, as opposed to perhaps a, a, you know, a, a child care facility that doesn't have that intergenerational aspect? Well, on, the, on one note, um, whenever I'm introducing a new family member who's, who has a child on a waiting list or is inquiring about our services, they are thrilled to hear about the program that we have and, and the interaction with the, with the intergeneration, you know, the, the nursing home residents. Um, our children, um, 
are thrilled to be able to go over and, you know, and show off the things that they've made or go sing their songs for, you know, their Christmas program or perform for the elders. Um, they're also excited to go to the parties and, and interact and mingle with, with everyone over there. To um, there, There's a lots and lots of benefits from for the kids. And, and one of the things I wanted to bring up about, you know, the integrational, um, intergenerational program um, is one of my parents had shared with me one time that she loved that the fact that her children were around people who maybe were physically restrained with, like, um, using a walker or a cane or um, a wheelchair. When they go into public, she said that her child didn't see that. They seen the person, and they weren't afraid to go approach that person and say hello because of something they're, they're, they're around a lot, and, you know, and they... They were more comfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were comfortable. Mm-hmm. This is just fascinating. I can't wait to, to learn more. We need to take a break, and uh, we have more to meet from the Lutheran Care Center community. I want to say thanks to Lena Myers, the uh, Child Enrichment Center Director there at Lutheran Care Center. Lena, thanks so much for being my guest today. Thank you for inviting me. And Marsha Nolan, Activity Director at Lutheran Care Center. Thanks for being our guest today. Thank you, Andy. Karen's going to stick around. We've got more conversation. We're going to learn more about the Altamont Lutheran Care Center in just a moment. You're listening to Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO. Concordia University, Wisconsin, and Mequon overlooks a half mile of beautiful Lake Michigan shoreline. CUW campus is located 15 miles north of Milwaukee with over 70 undergraduate majors, 28 graduate degree programs, and doctorate programs in pharmacy, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and nursing practice. CUW offers online learning and accelerated learning at one of nine Wisconsin centers and one in St. Louis. Traditional or accelerated education, CUW has the program for you. CUW.edu. If you are misclassifying your employees as independent contractors, you are depriving your employees of important benefits and putting your business at risk of costly penalties and fines. To see if you are properly classifying your workers, visit labor.mo.gov slash off the books to take the worker misclassification assessment today. Sponsored by the Missouri Department of Labor. Welcome back to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. We're learning about the Altamont Lutheran Care Center and their intergenerational approach to care for older adults and for children as well. Karen Hilly, the administrator for Lutheran Care Center, is on the line with us today sharing with us about this, uh, how they implemented this program and, and how it's been a benefit to the residents. Now, Karen, when you first launched the program, the child care facility, you mentioned that this was intended to be a, a way of caring for your employees and offering more support to them so that they could be uh, better at the, the job that they do to care for older adults. And this really grew into uh, a very intergenerational approach to, to caring for older adults and children and, and grew into something much more than you ever imagined when you started this. 
That's exactly right, yes. So we've seen so many benefits. When when you started sharing this with your staff as uh, as an option for them, a resource for them, what was the response of the staff as they started uh, learning about this this resource for them? Of course, I felt they were very excited. We had done some surveys, and most of them, if they had children, they were very interested to see, of course, what it was going to entail, what the cost was going to be. Because we have it on our campus, we're able to add, to give them a reduced fee, which is a wonderful benefit for an employee here. Um, of course, we do take community children as well. So uh, all in all, it's just been, uh, they were very excited about the concept and continue to be. Did you Do you think any of the parents at the time when you started the program anticipated that there would be benefits beyond just the convenience of having your child close to you at work, you know, just on the same campus at work? Did they? Do you think anyone anticipated that there would be other benefits as well? You know, I don't think so. I don't think so, because now they we see the children walk to the building quite a bit. They go to all these different programs and stuff, and it just kind of makes it um, our whole facility a little more home-like, I think. Um, just gives us a more home-like family atmosphere because then we, you know, it's just not elderly that you see all day. You see the children, you see, you know, just a variety of, of generations in one day uh, that you're here. And I think that's important. Joining us by phone now, Emily Miller. She's an employee of Lutheran Care Center and also a parent of a child who's been, uh, who was enrolled at the the uh, the Lutheran Care Center uh, Enrichment Center for uh, for children there at the Lutheran Care Center. Emily, welcome to Faith and Family. Thank you very much. When tell me a little bit about your work and and, and your role at the Lutheran Care Center. I am the social service director here. And um, I've worked here for 19 years, and I was actually expecting my first child when the concept of building the daycare came to be. And we live in a small community, and there were no other child care facilities available in this area outside of just um, in-home care. So it, the timing was perfect. <laughs> And so you, you're expecting your first child, this, this joy comes along, and then uh, you have to make the decision, uh, uh, you know, how do I choose child care? Uh, where do I find child care for my child if I want to continue in my career here? And so LCC is offering now child care. How did that all work out for you? Were you able to enroll your child? At, at, and when did your, your child begin care there at the Richmond, Kids Enrichment Center? You know, it was perfect. Um, he was born the end of March, and he started here on day one, July 30th. He was the first enrollee. <laughs> so, And he is still here to this day. He'll turn 11 uh, in March this year, and um, everybody has got to watch him grow. <laughs> <laughs> now, how yeah. how is he connected to the, the campus now? Is he still a part of the, the community? Uh, tell me a little bit about more uh, about your, your son's involvement there on the, the campus now. Well, you know, um, he's very comfortable here. Like I said, he started when he was three months old. He'll be 11 next month. Um, so he has come back and forth and done all the intergenerational activities. And now he goes to school. So he's just here in the morning, has breakfast, gets on the bus, and then is here after school until I get off work. With my position, there are many evenings that I don't get off, um, you know, just mm-hmm. on time. And it's nothing for him just to go out and sit down with a resident. 
and visit. The other day, he sat down with one of the ladies who was playing the clavinova, and they had a little mini concert in the dining room. So <laughs> he's extremely comfortable, and it's just another home for him. How do you think this, obviously you've seen benefits from this experience for your child. What are the things, the, some of the, the, the benefits you think your, your child is experiencing right now? And we'll talk about the future as well. I would say probably the biggest thing with being involved with um, the elderly population is he's learned to see the person as a whole and not the disease and not their disability but who they are. And I think that's gone with him through life in his school and in the community. And, you know, just because we all have differences physically, emotionally, or mentally, that that's not something that he, you know, sees, but he just sees them as a person. And Mm -hmm. um, another thing is I think um, he has a positive attitude towards aging. He's comfortable with it. There's been a lot of conversations that we've had to have even about death and dying because of, you know, the population who we care for here. And it's a part of life and it's a hard part of life, but I don't know. It's provided me more of an opportunity to help him learn how that is going to happen and how to get through it. Mm -hmm. He he's obviously made some friends there at uh, the Lutheran <laughs> Care Center. What do you think the What do you think about those friendships that the 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 people that he's gotten to know? You said he 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 you, you were there you were working late one evening and and he just went right over and sat down and started making music with one of the residents. Yeah, and he's that kind of child um, anyway, but. <laughs> A lot of these people and just sitting down and talking to them have sparked a lot of interest in him. He's just going to be 11, but he's reading a lot of things on World War II and other parts of history because he'll come and say, Mom, did you know when they were growing up they didn't have this or this is what happened? And so, you know, it's opened his eyes to their world. (laughs) Yeah. How do you think that this will give your son... Uh, an advantage, perhaps, over other children who who don't have as as many um, of the these types of relationships so readily available. I think the biggest part of it is going to be his ability to communicate and have personal interaction with people. Because this day and age, communication, unfortunately, is so much about texting and emails and notes. And he is comfortable just sitting down and face-to-face, having conversation, and enjoying a person. So just developing those interpersonal communication skills alone has been one advantage of him being there. I feel so. And and I think you've demonstrated, too, that the convenience of him uh, being able to attend care on campus where you work certainly is an advantage as well. But it sounds yeah. like these uh, these are making the, these other advantages of this intergenerational approach to care certainly outweighs the a, any other advantages. What uh, when he first started when he first enrolled there uh, as a, 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 a practically a baby <laughs> when he first yeah. enrolled there? Um, what were what are some of your fond memories of his uh, activities and his time there as a, as a little one? at the the Kids Enrichment Center? 
You know, even as a baby, um, I would go and each evening you would pick him up and you get this sheet about their day and such. And he was six months old and, you know, I would, they would be already telling him Bible stories and <laughs> different things. And I'm, you know, this is my only experience with childcare, so I don't have a lot to compare it to. And, um, the same people who almost all of the same people who when he started are still here so we see a lot of longevity and i don't know if that's the case in a lot of daycare centers but they truly know these children and they love them and they have assisted me in parenting and directing their development emotionally spiritually and got him ready for life (laughs) as as he's growing up so it's just been positive all the way around. Definitely a skill set that's going to be to his advantage. Uh, as he, I hope so. <laughs> as he grows, as he matures, and, and, and carries those skills with him that he gains. I think that uh, our older population is quickly overlooked and dismissed as, uh, as children are, are being raised. Uh, we forget that that they can be a great resource to us. As you pointed out, Emily, that your son is learning about their life growing up, you know, during the the time of World War II and what that Uh was like. And imagine all the the things that he can gain from that, the knowledge that that he can gain from them and use that to shape his decisions and his life choices in the future. Yes. Yeah. Um, My, some of my grandparents are still living but they're not close um my father is uh close in the area and so are my husband's parents but you know this just provides him so much more opportunity to have that sort of wisdom in his life how do you think his presence and the the presence of other children on campus has made a difference for the older adults living life there at the lutheran care center you know, when the children walk through and, and do their thing, even when they're loud, I mean, you can just watch their eyes light up. And I think that it's just a true joy. And it brings them back to happy memories and childhood of raising their own children and, and grandchildren. And it's just, you know, precious, innocent laughter and you know, there's a few tears once in a while because that's what kids do. But it, mm-hmm. it just breaks the monotony of everyday life, and it's it's just a joy. Mm-hmm. Karen, through the years, have have you had a chance to see uh, Emily's son uh, growing up there in the, the Kids Enrichment Center? Certainly. I see him almost every day. So, And just a minute ago, the kids walked by my office singing pretty loudly, and I thought maybe your radio station <laughs> would have picked so it's just natural it's it's daily and so our adults really do see a lot of uh, emotional support from the kids when they're having a bad day that it seems like it'll bring a smile to their face and you know i don't have any data on this but i think uh some of them it even helps their health status you know it just because you know joyce and and uh smiling is definitely better than frowning and having a bad day so i do think the children do helps so much with our with our elder population here. Now, so. you you both have mentioned that that children can be loud sometimes when they're coming through or when they're they're you know in the the vicinity of of older adults. Does that 
it, we all have that moment where you think, oh no, a child screaming or a child crying, how's that going to work out for uh, for the, the older adults living there? No, I'm, I'm sure there have been those crying. moments. You don't, don't see, see crying? crying? No, seldom. <laughs> crying when they're walking through the building. They're usually singing or, you know, saying some kind of chanting thing. So, no, we don't really see a lot. They enjoy coming over, I believe. They also bring the little ones in wagons, you know, so there's two or three in one wagon. So, you know, it's just a little parade every day, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> going to different uh, programs that we have here. Emily, do you think that the the presence of more uh, adults on campus makes a difference in that that separation process as well for for parents? I know some children really have a a tough time making that adjustment to to daycare, you know, that that moment of separation from mom or dad uh, when when they're being dropped off in the morning. Um, they, especially, you know, maybe the, the first few years, they might have some difficulty with that. Do you think that there's a difference in that? Um, you know, I do think that helps. Um, I actually have a couple nieces and a nephew who go here um, to the child care center. And there's been a couple times that they are having a rough day until they can come see Aunt Emily and I can make it all better. <laughs> and, you know, because we're in a small community, um, there are a lot of our relationships, you know, outside of here with the community Um, people who bring their children and it's nothing for them to bring a few over just to get out of you know the the space that they have at the child care come we have a bird aviary that's very relaxing come see the birds get a little break and then go back so um yeah i think they utilize that benefit greatly you bring up a good point. Uh, what role does this play in the, the community uh, at large there, at the ultimate community? Karen, how does the, the rest of the community view this this combined care at Lutheran Care Center? I actually think it, it strengthens uh, Lutheran Care Center's connection with our community. We do collaborate with some of our community programs, like some of the preschool programs we have in town and also our Head Start program that we have. So we do have some collaboration that happens. Um, and I, I think our community has seen the benefit really for all ages and um, that I think they feel more included with, with Lutheran Care Center because their grandchild or their great-grandchild or, you know, a cousin, aunt, or niece or nephew goes comes to our center. So I, I think it, adds, it helps us connect with our community. Emily, who, who would you say are the friends that your child has made at the the Kids Enrichment Center there? Um, has he connected with any specific older adults there? He oh, me? Has. He has. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. And simply because he's been here so long, I don't know when he turns 13 what we'll, what we'll do without him here, but... <laughs> You know, he might go straight from um, being one of the students to, to being a volunteer. But um, in his, you know, almost 11 years, he's very close with um, many of the teachers because they've got to watch him grow. And mm-hmm. there's residents that started here when, you know, have lived here 10 years. And he just is friends with everybody. He knows all the staff. <laughs> <laughs> he lives here a lot with us. <laughs> sure, and and, so, and that's a I I think a good thing. 
that he's made those connections there. When yeah. when a child, I think you, you demonstrated it well earlier when you pointed out that he can communicate with people of all ages. He can interact with children. He can interact with adults too. He can have conversations with older adults and not be inhibited about it by, you know, by their, by anyone's age or ability, it sounds like. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's a yeah, gem. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very proud, <laughs> but I'm a little biased. So. <laughs> well, we I, need... I think connecting our generations to the special program that I feel we have on campus just simply makes sense. I think together as all generations, it makes us a stronger community. So it just, to me, makes sense and it works. We need to uh, go to a break here in just a minute. Before we wrap up, uh, Emily, anything else you'd like to share with us about your family's experience uh, with your child being at the Lutheran Care Center Kids Enrichment Center? You know, it's just been um, worked out beautifully for us. I love the convenience of bringing him with me to work when he wasn't in school. I had just the security of knowing he was here under the same roof with me. I could go and check on him um, anytime and you know at that time the center was brand new the only one to our community and we are set apart by being able to offer and provide these children um, you know just so much more with the intergenerational aspect of it all as well as learning about Christ and so um, it's just a win-win on everybody's end. Very good. Emily Miller, a a proud mom of a a child attending the Kids Enrichment Center at the Lutheran Care Center, the Altamont uh, Lutheran Care Center. Emily, thanks so much for being my guest today and, and God's blessings on your service there at Lutheran Care Center. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. We're going to come back with Karen in just a little bit and learn more and talk with one of the residents of the Altamont Lutheran Care Center. Learn more about this intergenerational approach to caring for adults and children. You're listening to Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO. This is Pastor Matt Youngblood-Clark and Pastor Jolly John Lukomsky inviting you to listen to Wrestling With The Basics. 30 minutes of laughter and the Word of God. Saturday mornings at 9.05 on KFUO AM 850. Or on demand at KFUO.org. We put put the the fun in in the the fundamentals. fundamentals. (laughs) Saturday mornings at 9 on KFUO, the messenger of good news. Dr. Beverly Yonke, the Executive Director for Christian Council with Doxology, will address the topic of depression in an enlightening and humorous way on Saturday, February 18th at Hope Evangelical Lutheran Church, 5218 Neosho Street in St. Louis. All are welcome to the lecture and reception following the program. Bring a friend to Hope Evangelical Lutheran Church to hear Dr. Beverly Yonke at 2 p.m. on Saturday, February 18th. Find more online at hopelutheranstl.org. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Those who promote assisted suicide and euthanasia say they're doing it for the patient. 
for their right to choose when and how to end their lives. Well, this is where euthanasia ultimately goes. A woman over 80 in Holland allegedly told her doctor when she thought the time was right, she wanted to be euthanized, but lately had expressed a desire to continue living. Even so, the doctor put a sedative in her coffee. When the woman protested being killed, the doctor asked relatives to physically restrain her while she gave her a lethal injection and killed her. The chairman of a euthanasia oversight committee said, I'm convinced the doctor acted in good faith. They saw this as a choice, but refused to give the patient a right to change their minds. This is euthanasia. Follow us on Twitter at Life Issues USA and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. Welcome back to Faith and Family. I'm Eddie Bates. We are learning about the Altamont Lutheran Care Center, Altamont, Illinois, and their intergenerational approach to caring for older adults and for children. On the phone with us today, Karen Hilly, she's the administrator for Lutheran Care Center, and we've been talking with various uh, members of the community as well, those who uh, who serve on the staff there, and uh, the families that are a part of this Lutheran Care Center, whether child, and we'll talk with a resident here in just a moment. Karen, before we get to our friend, uh, one of the residents of Lutheran Care Center, uh, I understand Lutheran Care Center is what is known as a Continuum of Care Retirement Community, a CCRC. What does that mean? Um, on our campus, we just have several levels of care. We have uh, our Lutheran Care Center Skilled Nursing Facility, which has 96 beds in that uh, area. We have a Lutheran Terrace that is a senior living apartment, and those are 16. And then we have Luther Villas, which is actually duplexes, and it's a, com- a retirement community. So we uh, feel like we have all levels of care available here, and as well as we have the Child Day Care Center. All of our entities are attached to each other uh, except for the Luther Villas, which is a a separate housing. Um, Let's learn more about what one considers when making the decision to come to Lutheran Care Center. Joining us by phone now, Joyce Fathauer. She's a resident of Lutheran Care Center. Joyce, welcome. Hi, thank you. Thanks so much for being my guest today and sharing your story with us. Joyce, why did you and and your loved ones choose Lutheran Care Center? Uh, actually, actually, it wasn't anyone except myself. I have an illness that was that I was going to see that I was going to be long term, and I am from Diedrich, which is a town about uh, fifteen or twenty miles from here. So I wanted to be close to my loved ones, and this is a beautiful facility. I have some staff that are family members here, so it all worked out very well for me, and I love this facility. I've been here almost seven years. Seven years, and what have you learned about the the community, the Lutheran Care Center community there in those seven years? Okay, if we're talking about the facility here, it's a very it's a church based facility. There has there are several different kinds of churches here. Services is depending if they're from whatever your religion is, they do they do uh, cater toward you. And uh, it's a beautiful facility. It has answered every need that I possibly have needed. When you first learned that there was a child care program on site at Lutheran Care Center, what did you think about that? Well, actually, when I first I was a nurse and. I thought this was a great facility for the staff because that would make their children here 
you know, closer for mm-hmm. them. But then since being here, I have discovered that it's been great for the children, and it's been great for us poor old folks, too. We get to see all of these lovely kids running around, and they just, and it's, the kids are just great. They really are. They're, they just love people, and the old people love them. When are the times that you get to see and interact with the children there at Lutheran Care Center? Oh, gosh. Uh, they have church services for They have a children's church service that I can go, I believe it's once or twice a week. They come over for exercise programs. Uh, yesterday was Valentine's Day. We had the children over for the Valentine's Day party. They loved it. They picked who we crowned the first king or the queen. <laughs> they danced to the music. It's just, you know, interactive. It's very nice. Now, you mentioned a fitness program with the children. Tell me more about that. Is that something that you participate in? I don't myself. I go to therapy, but what it is is there is an activity room, and I believe it's twice or three times a week. The children come over. They do their exercises with the residents, so it's just kind of a group thing. It's really nice. And I'm sure encouraging as well. Perhaps uh, seeing little kids do exercises might uh, even be a little entertaining. <laughs> oh, very much so. But it's also entertaining to see the old people do it, too. So whatever. <laughs> you know, it's, it's fun. But that's setting a, a good example, I think, for uh, for the children, seeing uh, older adults, you know, practicing exercise throughout their lives so that that children know that exercise is important no matter what your age is, no matter what your ability is as well. Yeah. Plus the fact that you have to realize that this puts the children where they're not afraid of old people. They're not afraid of people in wheelchairs. They're not afraid of people with disabilities because they're family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is certainly what uh, Emily, a, a mom of, of one of the children, shared with us just a little bit ago is that this makes a difference for her child because he's he's uninhibited when it comes to interacting with and communicating with people of of all ages and different abilities as well, just because of that, that very concept of what he experiences there. Mm -hmm. What are other ways that uh, that you believe you and and other residents have benefited from having uh, children on campus? Besides the interaction, uh, I think it makes uh, us not afraid of children you know, because you don't want to scare a child. And they are so, they come into my room, they sing to me when they're making the rounds. They're just, my benefit is just the love that I feel from them and for them. So, so the children are, are, are free, frequently around campus. You said they, they come to visit and, and sing for you. Oh, yeah, especially if it's nasty outside so they can't go outside and play in the playground, they will make a group through the facility. They will come at Halloween. They will show off their Halloween costumes. <laughs> they will at Christmas time. They come up and down. It's just, it's just a, a family orientated thing. It all, all blends together very well. Now you mentioned earlier that you came to Lutheran Care Center to be closer to loved ones as well. And yes. what do they think about the fact that you have the opportunity to interact with children on campus? Well, they, my family thinks it's wonderful. They think the whole facility is wonderful. My husband, who is still alive, calls this facility the Taj Mahal because <laughs> it is so nice. So there, it's just the whole the whole idea. If you haven't been here, you should come and visit because it is 
it's just astounding to see what they have here. Karen, I think you have your spokesperson for Lutheran Care Center. I know Center. it. I was going to make a, <laughs> make a plug in there to invite all your listeners to stop by for a visitor tour, but it sounds like Joyce did that for me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Karen, if I stepped on your toes. Oh, you did great, Joyce. Thank you. <laughs> What are, Karen Joyce mentioned some special times, special occasions that uh, they interact with children, sometimes on a you know, regular basis throughout the week, or as she mentioned, you know, like around Halloween, the kids come around to show off their costumes, or when the weather's bad, instead of going outside, they, they make their rounds and, and come visit and sing for the residents. Are there other special occasions throughout the year uh, that, are, that are, are great opportunities for interaction between the kids and the, the older adults? Um, there's just all the major holidays. We'll mm-hmm. have a party, and they'll come on over. Again, Christmas, they spent several days walking around singing Christmas songs in and out of rooms. I thought that was wonderful as well. And they just do a lot of special planned activities, coloring, art projects, um, bingo occasionally. They'll help with that, the older children. So, again, we have a, a beautiful camp uh, chapel on our campus. And so we have a lot of programming in that chapel area, which is wonderful since both uh, our elderly and our children attend um, several of those programs. So a lot of music programs. So just everything that we can think of that they would work well together, we feel like it would be beneficial to both groups that we try to do that. So. And can I jump in here and say something? I don't have a child here, but I've watched them for seven years. I've watched these children grow. When they start in the program, they continue until I'm not sure of the age that they graduate from, but they are here continuously. And so you get to see kids grow up in the the program there. Yes, I've seen children go from, uh, well, Emily's son, for instance, you were talking about, I've watched him for about four or five years now. You know, so he's quite the gentleman. (laughs) Yes, he is. How do you think, uh, Joyce, how do you think that uh, Emily's son's involvement, you know, participation in, in the program at Lutheran Care Center uh, has has been a part of his, his formation and his, his growing up? You said he's a gentleman. Well, let me explain a little bit to you. We have at Thanksgiving, he comes in sometimes and volunteers to help with serving of the food for the thanks. We have a huge Thanksgiving dinner. He helps serve serve the food to the different people, pours water, this kind of thing. You know, he just, he interacts with us. This is part of him. Excuse me, I'm sorry. This is part of his growing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he is not our only child. We've had a couple of other children that have graduated from our program and now are our employees uh, in the dietary. And uh, last summer we had a, a... one of the boys that helped us with outside uh, work through the summer. So they, some of them have stayed with us, which is a wonderful thing to see. Yeah, it's very family-oriented. It really is. So in a sense, you may be also shaping your future workforce. I think th- so, yes. Through this <laughs> as well. True, with a couple of them. So we've only been open 10 years, but some of those that were in the school-age program when it first started, they're, they're 19 and 20 years old now, so... And even if they even if they don't become a part of your team, they may be going on somewhere else to serve. And with those those strong communication skills, and it sounds like a, a sense of compassion as well for others. Exactly, exactly. So um, I think that's true. Joyce, what is your favorite activity at Lutheran Care Center? 
Oh, heavens. <laughs> I am a computer nut, so I'm on the computer all the time. But I like music. And they uh, they try different types of music. Some I like, some I don't like. But I try to always go to the music programs because that's part of me, part of my growing up. So I guess that's probably one of my favorite things is the music programs. Are there ways for you as a resident to, to serve others at Lutheran Care Center? Mm, let me think on that one. <laughs> Other than the fact that being a spokesperson, exactly. I do have MS, and a couple of the people that work here, their family members have MS. So I have talked to them, not exactly telling them how it is, but telling them what they can expect, can't expect, and what what it's really like. So I guess I talk to them that way, locally. So being an encourager and a, and a, a, just an open and honest communicator, I think, is certainly one of the ways that, uh, that you're serving others there. That I, I definitely am. <laughs> I tell it like it is. You serve on a resident council as well. Oh, resident so, council, yes. Resident council, that. so you have an input on that. programming and such here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what it, what are your duties on resident council, Joyce? I'm very vocal. <laughs> <laughs> I speak if someone has had a problem and they don't like to confront it, I will go to the resident council and I will explain what's going on and we will discuss it. And by the next resident council, it usually has been addressed at least if not taken care of. So I am vocal for the residents that are around here. I call myself the patient advocate advocate because <laughs> I, I talk for the people. So you're a voice, uh, a voice for the residents, oh, and it, a voice that is heard, that's for certain. Oh, I'm very loud, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like a, just a, a fantastic program, the, the intergenerational approach that you have there, Karen, uh, the older adults and children. Thank you so much for sharing the Lutheran Care Center uh, story with us today, Karen. Well, thank you so much for having us. Joyce, thanks so much for being my guest today, Joyce. Why don't you drop by sometime and we'll have a cup of coffee? That sounds delightful. Thank you, everyone. All our friends at Altamont Lutheran Care Center, thanks for being my guest today and sharing your story. We have more Faith and Family coming up this week. Thy Strong Word up next on Worldwide KFUO. Listen to Faith and Family Monday through Friday at this time. Faith and Family is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is needed for Faith and Family to continue. Our address is 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can contact us on the web and download Faith and Family at KFUO.org. Worldwide KFUO, on the air, online, and on demand.